Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey everybody, this is Gus. It's uh, November 11, 2015. Five o'clock show. Uh, this might be the last one I start early. I might go back to uh, nine o'clock Eastern again next week. But uh, tomorrow night I'm doing a call with Terry Dodd and Red Beckman and Dr. Kate on Walls in Our Mind. And uh, that's going to start at 9 p.m. Eastern and is going to run for about two hours. And uh, I'm going to be going over pretty much from a lot of people have been asking me about the the charges I picked up in May and the whole story, so I'm going to get into that and, and cover that tomorrow night. I was hoping to have an outline done today, but I got busy cooking and I just got done eating, so I haven't had a chance to put it together. And uh, hey, give can you idea. can you can you post that link to that call? Yeah. That board? Yeah. Thank it, you. Uh, if if Thank somebody you. else doesn't get it up on the board. I'll uh, just remind me to do it in a little while. All right. Yeah, I talked to Carl, and he was supposed to be on Angela's call tomorrow night. And uh, guest number five said Carl or Gus. Uh, Carl says he's not aware that he was going to be on Angela's show. So I, I don't know if he's going to be there or not. Did Angela? I spoke, come? With, I spoke with Carl today, and that was not. It's not what. It wasn't mentioned. I, I didn't hear what you said. I've got bad reception over here. It wasn't mentioned. It wasn't? Did, did Angela send out her uh, her invitations, you know, letting everybody know who's going to be on the morning? Uh, I don't I think know. It, I think it's a free-for-all. Free like, she hasn't got Carl listed, but he said that he might jump on. All right. Apparently. Yes. Okay, well, cool. Uh, either way, I'm going to be on tomorrow night with Terry. And uh, Terry's in our Skype room, in the Word Nerds uh, Skype room. And uh, I haven't had a chance to catch up with the messages the last three days. Um, last I checked, there was like 260 messages, and I, haven't, I didn't have a chance to go through it today. So he might have already advertised. If you've, uh, if you've seen the link on Word Nerds, uh, just grab it and throw it on the chat board over here. But... Uh, I, I don't know who's on and who's got some pressing issues that they want to bring up, but I don't plan on being on here too long tonight. So if you guys got something you want to talk about, just jump in and start talking. Yeah, guys, there's a gentleman that uh, I think he was from Hawaii, I think he was from. Hawaii? He had an issue. It was two guys talking. One did have an issue with travel. Okay. Who's... Uh, who was talking with an English accent? Who was that? That's uh, me, you got Sammy in London. Say your name again. Sammy, Sammy. Stan? Yeah, Sam, Sammy, whatever you want to call me. Oh, Sammy, hey, how you doing? Yeah, nobody told me. How are you? I'm good. What, uh, what's your handle on uh, Uncommon Law? Is that... My my handle is um, I don't know I mean like I've studied uh, Carl's stuff for a while now I've listened to all his shows uh, and I've actually just started to listen to yours and uh, and Mike. Um, all right, I see. It says Uncommon Law, Sammy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Similar to Carl. Um, yeah, I would say uh, I don't know. My my speciality is more in the the letter writing and, and grammar. Um, but like I'm trying to. I'm trying to be somewhat of an expert, like Carl, in, uh, in different areas. Yeah. Uh, who are you, who are you writing a yeah. letter to? Who am I writing a letter to? Yeah. Uh, various people. Um, I mean, some to shock and giggle. Uh, some, I actually have a case at the moment uh, in regarding to 
uh, a previous uh, employer. Uh, for um, I actually I think I spoke to you. Yeah, I did. I think I spoke to you back in like May. I think it was. There was one time I came on about uh, a particular. Obviously, you can't remember the amount of people you speak. But um, yeah, I had a case uh, earlier. I think it was June the seventeenth this year. Um, and then I've asked for a retrial uh, and the trial to be a trial by jury. Um, on the suggestion, uh, well, I mean, Carl was suggesting it. He thought it was a good idea because obviously, if you're against uh, big corporations or organisations, a trial by jury is maybe a good uh, route to go. Um, so yeah, I'm in the process of just trying to get a trial by jury, which hopefully will be very interesting. Um, so who's yeah. the, who's the, who's the big company you're dealing with? It's uh, a previous in the uh, previous employer. What are you writing? What are you trying to get? Uh, money that they owe me. They withheld money on a paycheck. Exactly. For what reason? Um, basically, um, I was um, I was actually on suspension from uh, an event that happened in a previous previous employer, um, and basically they uh, tried to ruin my good name. Um, and I'm going to be doing a, hopefully a case in the future against them. Um, but basically, the previous employer took money uh, from me for saying uh, that I was unauthorized. I took unauthorized leave in advance. Um, I'm basically saying, uh, I mean, I took it to a tribunal. Uh, which was a bit silly at the time, but obviously I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know better, and um, I just wanted to do it for the hell of it, really. Um, but the thing is, my case is unique in a sense. I never had a contract, um, or be it, there wasn't a contract that was ever signed or dated by either party. Um, so I'm claiming now that. Um, yeah, basically that I'm not employed because I don't have a contract, um, which is why I won the trial by jury. Um, but I'm also hoping to do um, a declaratory judgment um, on the contract, the fact that I had uh, a verbal contract that they decided to frustrate um, and end my employment for no valid reason. So. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to get a declaratory judgment at some point, which is something that I wanted to talk about. I'm having... Somebody was making noise. Uh, R-O-D-K-O, I believe. I muted them out. If you need to unmute, R-U-D-O, 50. Wow, I wasn't even close. Um, star 6, if you need to unmute yourself. And... Uh, Actually, you know what? I'll unmute you, and if you're quiet, I'll let you be. If not, just mute yourself out, star six. Uh, I had a hard time understanding you, Sammy. I'd get you on speaker because I've got company who wants to hear the show. Um, and I don't know if it's a speaker or if it's your accent, but just just give me uh, just the real basics, and I'll try to follow a little bit better. You were working for a previous company. They withheld money. Why? So they basically withheld money because I was, uh, they said that I took uh, leave unauthorized in advance, whatever that is. You did something that was unauthorized? Apparently, yeah. And they didn't tell you what it was? Yeah, it was unauthorized leave in advance, whatever that is. Oh, so you took a vacation and, and, uh, and you weren't supposed to? Apparently, like I said, I still don't know what that unauthorized leave in advance is. Um, so, yeah, basically I made a claim. Um, and they, like I said, my case is unique in a sense. I don't have a written contract. Um, and the contract they presented was neither signed nor dated. Um, and I said, look, I've never seen this document in my life. I don't know what the hell this thing is. Um, and I'm... 
yeah, basically hoping to do. Uh, okay, I had to, hold, I had to hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't need to get that far into it. If they withheld money from your paycheck, uh, you work a certain amount of hours. They owe you a certain amount of money, and that becomes your property. The minute, minute by minute by minute that you're working, you're accumulating property. And when they don't pay, uh, they they are withholding property. They're they're denying you access to your property. So. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter if there's a contract, doesn't matter what else is going on. You either earned it and it's yours, you exchanged your time for, which is your property, for their property. Whatever they call it, whatever you call it, it's irrelevant. It's not part of the contract, um, you know, because, because it's something you already earned. It's already your property. Now, if you had vacation pay, if you had other things that they decided not to give you because you took the vacation without... Uh, you know, giving giving them proper notice or something like that, that's different. But when you talk about withholding, uh, you know, money from a paycheck, to me that sounds like, like property that, that's, you know, that was taken. See, that, see that's the funny thing, though, guys, because I was, I was asking this to Carl, and, and as he was about to answer, he uh, obviously famous, or infamous now, and signal when. Because I was asking him, I said, could you still call it your property, though, if you haven't actually worked for it? Like if if you haven't accumulated that um, that that compensation, can you actually claim it as your property? And he said yes and no, but he never finished it because he got cut off. See, I think it's more of a contract issue personally. In a sense, I'm I'm claiming that it was a verbal contract we had. That obviously I undertook work, and we, you know, they they compensated, um, and they decided to frustrate that contract. Um, and they had no valid reason because I wasn't, you know, there was nothing that hindered me from performing that contract. So that's the route that I'm going to go down later on. All right. So uh, what part of how how did how did the contract create property for you? What, okay, the contract says that you know if you do X Y Z, I'm going to give you A B C. So what did you do? What performance did you have which caused you to, to 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 accumulate property which was in their possession that they withheld from you. So I provided services for them, which okay. provided monetary compensation. And you completed those services? No, not as such, because basically I was I um I would they 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 frustrated the contract in a sense I was suspended for something that happened outside of work in another organisation. Okay, but they, I mean, did they have the right to suspend you or not? Well, no, because if they claim that they they did, show me where. Where does it say that? Because we didn't have any written contracts. Okay. So, so you're, as far as I'm concerned, we had. Sorry, go on. The the basis for your claim is that they had no authority to to terminate the contract. Therefore, they have to continue to pay out the full amount. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's right. like for me, like con contract 101, obviously they can only frustrate that contract, be it verbal, whatever, if, you know, like if, if, if I couldn't perform that uh, contract for whatever reason. But they, there's no valid, there's no valid reason for them to have frustrated, you know, to put that contract on hold, be it verbal right. or whatever. So you know, what's the name of the man or the woman that you're, that, uh, that you're, you've been writing letters to? I've just been writing to the CEO every time. Have you gotten a response? Uh, yes, from one of the subordinates. Yes. So what? What was your? What? How many letters have you sent, and what did they say? So this was um, this was like at the beginning of this year. Uh, they basically explained this, that, and the other, and I said, look, you know, I'm not happy with this response, um, and basically asked them to explain it again. They more or less just repeated the same thing, um, and, you know, I told them, look, I wasn't happy with um, the answer that I got, um, and this, is, this was, like, way before, I mean, this is when, you know, I didn't have a full grasp of, like, Carl's words. Um, okay. 
So, um, yeah, so I basically, I mean, over here we have this uh, uh, process where you can go to like a third party, like a, like a mediation kind of thing. Went through there, didn't get anywhere. So I made a claim, but I made a claim in a tribunal, which is a bit silly. Um, but yeah, like I said, so we went to uh, a trial on the 19th of June. Um, and it was basically a sham. It was a bit of a sham trial. Um, and well, it, it, was, it, was, it was mediation. I mean, they, in their contract, they set up mediation with a company that they know is going to favor them. So, of course, it's going to be a one-sided deal. I know, I know. Um, but like but I said, it, in hindsight, had, had I known then what I know now, obviously I would have never done it. But hey-ho, it happened. Uh, but since, uh, since then, okay, back up a little bit. The the mm -hmm. uh, I'm not. I mean, the mediation is going. It's chances of it turning out in your favor, pretty, pretty uh, ridiculous. Hold on a second. So you wrote a letter to the CEO. What is that? A man or a woman? Woman. Yeah, and what was the essence of your first letter? So I basically asked, you know, how how is this calculated and how does it apply to me? Um, and like I said, they gave me certain dates, um, and we went we went back and forth. I mean, this is this is way before I was doing like Carl's method. So, but I still inquired. We never got anywhere. With, like I said, with the mediation, we went to this silly tribunal and like I said the tribunal was separate from from the mediation the tribunal is actually part of the judi judiciary um, so we went to the tribunal like I said it was it was a bit of a, a bit of a silly uh, trial in a sense like you had the judge like practicing from the bench and, and all kinds of mess so I basically um, so my claim was thrown out um, then they put in an application for cost, obviously, and I said, well, 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 like, you know, I want a trial by jury because I want an actual real trial, like, none of this silly business. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm waiting for this trial by jury. Um, yeah, but, how, yeah. okay, you, you wrote a letter, you didn't really get a response, and you didn't start from the bottom. I mean, did, who in the payroll company did you write to and say, hey, you've made a mistake, there's money missing, you know, did, did you write the first letter to whoever it is that's doing the accounting and draw them out of their uh, their office? You know, by, by yeah, I, I did that. And also, uh, before I went to the trial, I said, look, you know, um, who um, who basically, who, who is the man or, or the woman that made these deductions and what on what date, you know, were these said deductions made? Um, and also I said... Um, you know who has basically any first-hand not because when when are, I, are, I, I are, are are you a law student? No, it's more of a hobby. Sorry, Texas, I'm, uh, I, I got it. I'm all set. Um, so, Sammy, mm -hmm. you didn't write just to the CEO. You, you wrote to the payroll guy. And no, I I always just referred back to the CEO. Like I didn't really give a shit about the. Uh, the HR because they're one of the same thing. All right, let, let me just give you a, a breakdown on the letter writing stuff. Okay, you got to you got to start with the with the guy at the bottom. That you're you know the if you've got a problem with the floors being wet in the building that you're in, you talk to the janitor because he's the one in charge of the floors. And if you don't get any satisfaction, then you talk to the the principal at the school or whoever's in charge, the building manager. And if you don't get any satisfaction there, then you then you move up the line and you start working your way up. But you know you got to deal with the person uh, who's making those those fundamental decisions at the at the root level. So if you're dealing with a payroll deduction, you talk to the payroll company, and you know it, it might not even be the uh, the same company. They might you know contract the payroll out, and you know you, you would get in touch with the payroll company and say, hey, there's money missing. Who do I talk to? What's the name of the man or the woman that's got authority to clean this up? And they would give you the name of that man or woman, and you would get 
uh, confirmation that you're dealing with a man or a woman, not a computer. And you would take the next step and write to Bob or Susie or whoever it is that you were told to contact and say, uh, you know, hello, Susie. I was told by Frank over in the in the uh, at, at the uh, X Y Z uh, check uh, check writing company, whatever the payroll company is, that uh, you're the one I should be talking to about this this uh, deduction on my paycheck. And uh, is that correct? Are you are you that person that I should be talking to? And let you know, take it one little step at a time, and. and not are you that person? I'm sorry. Are you the man or or, or are you the woman, whatever that uh, that has authority to deal with this? And that's it. You know, you don't write complicated letters. The, the stuff needs to be real simple, so that first of all, you can establish that you're dealing with a man or a woman, not a person, and that you're speaking with the proper man or woman. Uh, you know, what if you got the wrong guy? You, you know, you just spent a whole lot of time writing a letter that went to the wrong man or woman. So you've you got to take little incremental steps. And by the time you get to the CEO, you're able to show, look, I wrote to Susie, I wrote to Bob, I wrote to Frank, the, you know, the, the, the production manager, I wrote to whatever. You, know, you, you just did all this in good faith, and now you've run out of options, and you write to the CEO, and you say, you know, Theodore, I'm writing to you as the CEO for this company to let you know that money was taken from my paycheck and uh, that I require – some assistance in, in getting my property back, and uh, this is what I've done so far. I wrote to so-and-so and so-and-so, and, you know, see, see exhibit A, B, C, D, and he'll see the dates of the letters and who you wrote to and how you tried, and obviously you've run out of people to talk to, and that's why you're talking to the CEO. So if it's not a life-and-death emergency, there's no reason for you to jump to the top. You know, it's, it's much, much better to establish uh, your you know, proof that you've acted in good faith and tried to, to uh, remain in, you're giving them an opportunity to remain in honor is what you're doing. So by the time you put your claim into court, you've got all these letters to show the jury, real simple letters because they're not complicated people. You know, so you're going to show these real simple letters to the members of the jury and say, look, I wrote to Frank, I wrote to Susie, I've been writing letters for three months. And uh, I, I, I require my property restored, and, and nobody's uh, written back to me, or they've, you know, they've been in dishonor by not following through. And that's how you want to. Uh, that, that's the reason you start all the, you know, the letters from the bottom and work your way up. You know, um, I totally agree. I agree with you completely, because uh, I mean, I think, like I said, this was done a long time ago. When I actually filed the thing was back in what December last year, and I was a lot more angry then and a lot more stupid. And well, not stupid, but I suppose uh, uh, impatient is the, is, the, is the correct word. Um, like I said, I would have done things totally different now. There's, was, um, there's, no, there's nothing stopping you from doing it, doing it now. No, no, I know for sure, for sure. No, I agree. Um, I mean, yeah. I, in terms of actually pinning down the person. When you go to court, okay, let, let's say you move the claim. And, and refresh him about the document. Oh, you're breaking up. You're breaking up, Sammy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I've got a signal. I can hear you a little bit. We're breaking up there for, for a second. Go ahead, uh, say that part again. He's really breaking yeah, up. Is it me or Gus is breaking up? No, it's you. Oh. Okay, can you hear me better now? Yep. Oh, much better. All right, fantastic. Okay, so um, what I was saying, in the actual... On the actual trial, because before when I put in, I put in a notice and I said to prevent to prevent harm or cause injury, I wish to know the identity of all persons having first knowledge of any material facts, alleging the pleadings of the case, and with regard to each such person, state firstly what they know about each fact, and secondly how they have come to know of it. And I brought this up like six times in the case. And none of them had answered. I mean, when when I asked, actually made the deduction, 
they said, oh, this is, a, this is a joint HR decision. I said, well, I've never met Mr. or Mrs. HR. Like, who is the man or woman? And they just avoided it. But more, so, more than that, it was, you know, it, it was the bloody interference from the actual uh, the woman in the black robe that really put me up. Because it was my first time going to, to, to court. So. Okay. So, uh, but that court you're talking about, that was a mediation hearing. No, no, no. That was actually at trial. That was that a notice was, I put in before the trial. That was before what? That was before the trial. That was over a month before the actual trial. Okay. Yeah, and I refreshed it several times, and they they still they they basically tried to dodge the answer. I mean, I didn't stand on it and didn't move from it because I think it was my inexperience. In the, in, in the sense that I should have just not moved forward until we had that answer. Well, um, you, you, went to, you, you said you went to mediation about a month before court? No, the, the, the mediation is just like, it's hard to explain. Like, it's a silly, it's a thing before you go to take legal proceedings. It's like uh, the oh. thing that you just try, I don't know, you probably have something similar in the state where you just, Try and iron it out for a third party. Yeah, uh, no, there is. It's, uh, there's there's different types of mediation. Sometimes it's the company. Like if you have uh, insurance on your on your car and you get into an accident and you get hurt and you you know they they want you to go through some kind of mediation to avoid going through the courts. But then uh, you know sometimes there's a court action and they'll ask you if you want to get together with the prosecutor for you know, a mediation session um not the prosecutor but the if you're if you're suing somebody for money like you're doing the courts might ask you to to uh to do that so it can happen within the context of a of a court case or it could happen long before you get there so i didn't know which way yours had gone down so when you went to case uh, to to court that case mm -hmm. was a statutory case uh, it was yeah. Okay. So the the, um, problem, the problem I have is I don't understand the the statutory side of things, especially not in England. I have a hard enough time following along over here, and the on the on the common law side. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm saying that this is the mistake I said. Almost a year ago that I did it, so this is when I was in a totally different place to where I am now, in terms of my knowledge. So I was pissed, so I just wanted to do the, you know, possible. Um, I mean, like I said, it's void uh, anyway in the first place because of the fact that I'm not. Because when I went to a tribunal, it was an employment tribunal, and. Employment tribunals obviously only deals with employees, but I'm not claiming that I'm an employee because I don't have a contract. As far as I'm concerned, there's no point. Like it was an error going to that. They didn't. They didn't have the jurisdiction to deal with that matter in the first place. Okay. You're breaking up a lot, Sammy. I'm having a hard time understanding you. Uh, between that and your accent, I've got. It's it's raining over here. So the uh, the reception's not all that wonderful. Let me try and Gus. Let me Gus. Let me try and sign in. Uh, I'm going to try and use another computer. Give me a second, and I'll sign in. Let someone else ask the question. Okay. All right. See you in a second. Sounds good. Uh, I just uh, while Sam is logging into another computer, the uh, the show is called Walls in Our Mind, and I'm going to put a link on there. That's tomorrow night. Um, that's the general information on the show. Terry probably put a, a link on Word Nerds to, to the actual show. Whoops. Uh, Thank you, Gus. Yeah, no problem. But there was another guy that was first in line that had a travel issue. Okay. Go ahead and Not speak. Not to be rude. Yeah. Who, who was it? I... Hopefully the guy speaks up now. 
am I um, unmuted? Yeah, you're, you're unmuted. Go ahead. This is this is Rudo. Okay, yep, I have I have a thank you. Um, a friend of mine was traveling through California and received an offer to contract by not having a license plate on her automobile. So she took the uh, let me look up what it was, the citation home and send it back upon my suggestion after a while studying contract while putting the lines starting with refusal for cost ending you know six of them total ending with service rejected um, she sent that back uh, she wrote it in red, in red on 45 degree angle and just recently this was about a month and a half ago and just recently received a second offer contract and they want her to pay about $250 three different bills after correcting her infections. And we would like to send back another answer to them. And it, can I just suggest to her to say no contract, no agreement? Or shall I be more specific? I, I'd like to be gentle to the man in California. I am... In my heart, not new to being a man, but I'm starting to understand how to handle it. Um, am I clear, Gus? Can I send? Can she send? Can she send back the second? Okay, I'm having a hard time hearing you because uh, I've got you yeah, to speak. Yeah, yeah. If I can help you. Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Um, he said that he was trying to respond to, but what the question was, he didn't, he didn't clarify a man or a woman, nor somebody causing harm, injury, or loss. Now, he did say that there was an offense, but he, he hasn't clarified. He said there was a what? I'm saying he hasn't clarified a harm, injury, or loss. Okay, hey, here, you guys hold on a minute. I'm, I'm turning on another computer so I can put it on speaker and still watch the board on mine. And I'm going to throw a headset on, and I'm going to go for a walk, and I'll be able to hear you guys much better once I get get outside. All right? So, so, okay, that's cool. Yeah, so what is you your guys, name? What is your you name? You guys go ahead, go ahead and talk. I'll be right back. My, my so name is Rudo. My Rudolph. name is Rudo. Rudolph, R-U-D-O. Yes, my my uh, given name is Rudolph. Okay. But I go. I've gone my whole adult life. My family, and my friends call me Rudolph, which is also a that's Swahili fine. That's, name. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. So, so what what organization or man or woman is saying you've done them wrong? Um, or requiring you to pay yeah, a payment? Let's talk about in first in, in first person. Let, let's say it was me. It is my friend Julie. Uh, but okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Right. Right. So nothing has been done wrong to me personally. If I say it's my ticket, um, uh, there were just two, one communication on the road, uh, handing and being receive, receiving a uh, a notice. Okay. Well. <clears throat> Do you have and the notice in front of you? I can, yes. And it says, notice notice to correct violation. Okay, wait, what, what's the violation? Driving, uh, traveling without a license plate. Okay, traveling without a license plate. And, and um, who are the parties? Could you repeat that, please? Who are the parties? I mean, like, okay, so... Is an officer or a man dressed in a cost or an officer uniform? Yes, yes. A, a, a man acting as an officer for the state highway patrol. Do you have his name? He signed it. No, no. Yes. Do you have his name? It is almost legible. Almost le Okay. There's a number. Okay. What is the offense? Driving without a license, correct? Yes. 
They're driving okay. with, uh, traveling without a license plate. Right, okay. So who are the parties involved? I, I don't know if I'm making this clear enough, but Not as a man or a woman, like, I mean, I need, we, we need to know the man's name or the woman's name. The woman's name is Julie. The man's okay. name... Wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you looking for a treat? <laughs> woman who? who? Is she the defendant? Is she the magistrate? Is she the plaintiff? Is she the man or woman? She's the woman dri- traveling without the license plate. Okay, so she's a she's a woman traveling from point A to point B, right? Correct. Okay, and then what man or woman has the right to stop her? But who who is the man or woman that that uh, is filing a complaint against her? Um, are you asking who is the man or woman? Yeah, okay, so if like a police officer puts on his sirens and pulls over your friend, who is that man or woman that pulled over your friends or your brother or sister or man or woman? Who is that man or woman that that so-called pulled over your, your friend? He was a man acting as an officer. What is his name? Okay, he signed it with starting with an R, and then I believe it's F O R G U E. But there's a ID number. Let's call him number seventy. It starts with seven zero nine five eight. May we maybe call him seventy? Okay. And so, um, can you get, okay? So can you go from the beginning of the story to what happened? Okay, seventy stopped, as I see it, arrested, because arrest means stopping in French, uh, and handed a notice to correct a violation to Julie in the middle of September. She sent back after returning home to Hawaii within 72 hours, and according to the laws of contract, you can reject an offer to contract the notice, putting the lines on there on the 45 degree in red, refusal for cause, without dishonor, without prejudice, without recourse, non-assumpted, service rejected, and send it to Mendocino County. So that was the ticket that they sent? The, yes. the um the man or woman? Julie. That was the Julie. ticket she was hand- yeah, that's that's the ticket. And that's returned. what the ticket said? And from what country is this? Um it it was handed to her in California and we live in Hawaii. And so she wrote these six lines on the ticket and sent it back to the courthouse in Mendocino County, California. What, what did she say back to the ticket? What, what was her counterclaim? No, there's no counterclaim. Oh, and she responded, right? No, no, she responded, right? She responded by refusing to contract. Okay. Uh, what did she say? What did she say? Is what... Yeah. She wrote down... Refusal for cause, without dishonor, without prejudice, without recourse, mm-hmm. non assumpted non assumpted and service rejected. She returned it postmarks within seventy two hours. Do you wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you do you know what you just said? Um, you mean the six lines that I just read? Yes. Well, refusal for cost, as I understand. 
Oh yeah. Oh, one thing I need to. Uh, okay. Well, what I did. Okay. Let me let me explain to you what I did. They sent me okay. a bill in the mail, and uh, you know that United States Post Office is worldwide. Switzerland is the, the central place for the post offices around the world, and they haven't been involved in any wars because post office. They don't. Nobody in 1812. Then it burned down the post office because it was a church. But that's not the point. But anyways, I replied to their 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 contract or their their uh, offer to contract of three hundred fifty dollars that I, I I violated a code to not uh, offer up my ID to the officer, and I sent them back and I just wrote on the back page I wrote on the back side of their 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 freaking little you know card. It was really funny. I, I can send you the video. But I said, no contract, return to sender. That's all I said. No contract, return to sender. And then after that, they sent me back a new request to go to trial in their own courts where I would lose jurisdictionally because if I went, if, if I went to their courts, then I was under their jurisdiction and then I would have to pay it. I just ignored them. But it was already after a year after their, their um, expiration of me being able to go to their courts to in that situation. So, but then they did that so that like I'm like a diverse, but then I just ignored them. But but then they 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 actually sent a letter saying I don't I don't owe anything. They like they, they threatened me with a a warrant for my arrest for not paying. But I sent it back a contract. I said no contract. Return to tender. So what I'm trying to tell you is that. You're saying stuff that that, that that like you're agreeing with them, but you don't have to agree with them. You're going to say no contract, return to sender. You don't have to ask for those extra words. You're a man, and is there any man I done harm? Injury or lost you? I, I want to I want to settle with them. It's like okay, where is the man? And is this no man? Okay, I I don't talk to. With trees or fire hydrants or buildings. I don't talk to judges because a judge is just a name for that some man acts as. I don't talk to a prosecutor because that's a what. A judge is a what, not a who. Who are you? Are you a man? Did I, did I do you wrong? That, that, that's, that's the bottom line that I do. I'm, I'm going to interrupt here for a second. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Are you around your computer? Because you're really yeah. coming in choppy. Um, I, you have the volume up. Someone put on the uh, chat board. Turn off your volume on your on your computer. I'll load down my volume right now. Is that better? It's really, it's it's really coming in bad. I just turned down my volume. Is that better? You, you there? I hear background noise. That that's not me. I don't have no I background think, noise. I think that's Gus. Right uh, oh Gus. Well, well, Gus is. I mean, I, I mean, I talked to Gus for a long time. But what I'm, what I'm, okay. So the what what is the the matter at hand? Um, that's what I'm trying to get the bottom to is. Okay, so you have a friend, or okay, what what is their their situation? Traveling without a driver, without a license. So what you're okay, saying? Okay. So, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Okay. Okay. So right, hey, I, can I, you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. I guess. Go ahead. All right. Yes. We're, we're, this is a common law show. We're not here to talk about you know return to sender or any right. of the other guru stuff. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, you're a man, yeah. and you have a right yeah. to know who's pursuing you in court. So you get a traffic yeah. ticket, and the traffic ticket's real simple. Who says I do wrong? Who's asking me to come to court? Who's sending me an invitation to come here and dance? Right? And until you know that, you've got no reason yes. to be in court. Okay, court is there. Very controversy. So if you get a, a speeding ticket, then somebody is claiming that you caused harm, injury, loss to another man or a woman if you're a man. If you're a person, if you're a driver, then they don't have to tell you anything. They, they can fill out an information which is a complaint, and they can complain about you to a judge, and the judge will pass sentence because as a person, you don't have any rights to face your accuser. But as a man, you have a right to face your accuser. So all this stuff that you guys have been talking about is all statutory. It's, it's all Mark Stevens and, 
you know, all right. these other guys that talk about this, this, you know, this right. fancy way of handling things, you're a man, okay? Right. And that's it. So you're an right. idiot before the court. You have no understanding of legalese, which is a, which is a foreign language. You've got no understanding of the customs of the legal society, which is the, uh, the, the rules of court, the rules of evidence, the hearsay rule, and all this other stuff. And that's it. You put your notices into the court, and you move on. Hey, my brother's calling. Hold on a second. You guys keep going. What do you mean, an idiot? Thanks. It means you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Exactly. Like, can I? Okay. So, so okay, well, let's let's pretend I'm a judge, and you're you're yeah. the. Well, if you're an IRS, you're you're the you're the pursuant, but and you're a plaintiff, but and you're and then you're protecting the defendant. But we're not talking about IRS, right? Okay. So you, I'm the judge, and I say, what what if, what are you your Sorry, the guy that's talking now, it doesn't even need to go that far, though, as far yeah, as... Like I was saying, we really may just I, need to ask who who believes, like, who's, who's mistaken that he's under the license in the first place? So he needs to find out who's made that. Well, mistake. no, what I, was trying, what I was trying to was actually, you know, like, she was like a court scenario where, like, the judge tries to, like, um, you know, trick them. That's what I was trying to do so that it could yeah, teach perfect. everybody... Yeah, fair play. Right. But I think like let this let this rudo guy actually write write to the person. Then should they still pursue it, he can jump on next week or whatever. And then yeah, by all means, he can do like you can do a mock uh, thing with him. But otherwise, it's redundant because he he hasn't got that far yet. So well, there's no uh, point. I, yeah, I, may, I think. May, may I um, say something? Uh, so just before this call, I talked to Julie and I told her that up and about up until about a month ago, I was so into trying to learn the statutes and the codes and you know contract law, and then I ran into an interview. All right, I'm uh, from from the past with Gus. Thank you, and, Gus. I'm so, um, with uh, uh, Carl and Angela who I have followed now for a while. And I realized that, yes, I am an idiot completely. I even went to North Carolina to a seminar with Rod Clark. What, what is it? Boy, I am. Okay, Gus, Gus, Gus. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Let me. Okay, Gus. Uh, I'm sorry. I, that was all broken up. I couldn't hear that. You couldn't hear that? I said you had, uh, no, but what he's saying, what he's trying to say, where, where we're at is, um, is he's trying to talk to the man in the court, and um, we need the, the the step one, step two. You got to pay paperwork in, otherwise you can't talk. Otherwise you're in contempt. What what, what man in court are you trying to talk to? Exactly. Um, who hasn't gone to court yet? They haven't gone to you, court yet. No, no, we we haven't gotten this. So she got a second notice to pay bail for the infraction, and it amounts up to about two hundred fifty dollars. No, she wants to send back communication, and say, and I understand now, as you said correctly, I'm beginning to understand that we need to talk to the man who handed her this first notice on the highway in California. You, you don't? Can you hear me okay? Because you're breaking up something fierce. I'm breaking you, up. Yeah, you're breaking up. Can you can you guys hear me? I hear him. Can me, you guys hear um, me? I, I can hear you. Go. I'm yeah. in a con- concrete um, condominium in Hawaii. Let me step outside the front door. Anyway, I could she see. she received a second notice to pay a bunch of money. Do we need to send that back now? I know we need to keep communication. I, I, I don't have any idea uh, what the case is. So she got pulled over. She got a ticket. And what, what country are you in? Um, I am in Hawaii. She is, when this happened in September, she was in California in her vehicle, in her automobile. Okay. So she got she got a ticket for what? Traveling without a license plate. Traveling without a license plate. Okay. And, and she sent, I, upon my suggestion, because I was into that until I met you guys, um, this notice back with all the uh, legal mumbo-jumbo and uh, probably put herself then into their jurisdiction. Jurisdiction, is that correct? 
Yeah, I, I don't know if what you mean. Uh, I mean, yeah, I know well, what jurisdiction is. Listen, here, here's the deal, okay? She got she got pulled over. She got a ticket for not having a plate on her on her property. All right? Is there? Uh, yeah. The, the the thing is, is she can write a letter to the uh, to the court to the prosecutor uh, and ask the man or the woman who's acting in that capacity a, a prosecutor, or she can write to the cop or whoever. Because uh, sometimes the you know the uh, the police officers uh, prosecute their own cases, so she can write to them and say, please uh, forward me the law, which requires me to uh, to put a plate on my property, and they're gonna you know they're gonna call it a motor vehicle and they're gonna quote the law, and, you're gonna, and, and then you rebut that with you know, you know no not a motor vehicle a property my property, you, know, you can call it a basketball you can call it something else and claim that you have the right to tell me what to do with my basketball, but I'm telling you right now, it's my property. What authority do you have to tell me how, when, where, and what to do with my property? Right. And, and that's, that's the right. essence of the whole thing. Now, if it moves yeah. on to a court, now you, now you can write to the court and let the court know that you're uh, not competent in legalese, that you don't understand the customs of the legal society, and that you require to know the name of the man or woman who claims you do wrong. And if they, right. and if you, you know, once you you do that two or three times, um, you write letters to the clerk and say, yeah, I'm looking to find out who it is that I need to uh, talk to to resolve this issue because I wish to remain in honor. I wish to settle my affairs. What's the name of the man or woman that says I do wrong? And they're going to tell you to to talk to the prosecutor, talk to the solicitor's office, and you have the right to deal with, with a man face-to-face, man-to-man, and to settle your own affairs. So uh, you, you can write to the prosecutor, to that man or to that woman that's acting in that capacity, and you can ask them the same thing. Who do you represent? What's the name of the man or woman that you represent? And you keep pursuing that because you do have a right to face that man or woman in court. And so when you do get to court, if you ever uh, step in there, then that's what you're going to be looking for. You're going to be looking for whoever it is that says there's a controversy. The purpose of court is to settle a controversy. So if you're the only man there, there is no controversy. There's no jurisdiction. There is no court. Because that only exists, the purpose of this government is to secure rights and to protect the property of man. So unless there's a man moving a case against you, there is no controversy. It's just somebody complaining that your lawnmower doesn't match everything, you know, the rest of the neighborhood. We all got John Deere's, and you're out here with your Sears and Roebuck red lawnmower, and we're complaining about that. So what? Who are you to tell me what to do with my property? And that's what it always comes down to when there's no man or woman making a claim. And a claim, okay, a claim is to uh, demand something as of right and by authority. Okay, a complaint is what a, a, is, is done by a plaintiff. A plaintiff is an old French woman who nags, you know, nagging her husband to go mow the lawn or to do things around the house. That's a plaintiff, and you know, it's derived from the French word. And in court, when there's somebody's making a complaint, all they're doing is they're acting like a plaintiff. That's why they call them a plaintiff. But a man or a woman who pursues a claim is doing so as of right and by authority. They're claiming that you owe them compensation for something. Now, testifying that you were driving around with 18 bowling balls in your back seat and somehow that's against the law, complaining about that does not mean anything. They can take the stand and complain about that. They can complain that you allow aliens to land on the trunk of your car. It doesn't matter what they complain about, that you you were going backwards down the street, whatever. None of that matters at all because a man has the right to do what he wishes to do with his property so long as he causes no harm or injury or loss to another man. So those are the fundamentals, and that's what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about you know, refused for cause and things that you scribble across the piece of paper. You know, there's no escape hatch. You know, we're here to talk about taking responsibility for what's going on in your life and handling it. Right. Right. Thank you, Gus. Um, as I mentioned, I just ran into you and Carl and Angela a while back. Uh, yeah. I, I thank you so much. I'm, I'm so 
uh, everything is being confirmed that is inside my heart and coming up out of my intuition now. Um, so this is not a pressing matter. I, I hope I'm not holding up people that really... No, you're not, you're not, you're not doing that. Uh, but the okay, last thanks. time we talked, Gus, um, we talked about some issues with, like, some court cases <clears throat> that everybody might, like, want to hear about. Um, and what happened is, is we, we were talking to Gus the last time, and Gus was going over with us about, you know, kind of like common parlance or, you know, just general letters of how to write, you know, public officials or, or prosecutors that are, you know, supposedly prosecuting a case against you or your friends. And uh, what what happened was, <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually, we sent off the letters that uh, we, we, you know, you know, come to write. And uh, after, like, the second or third letter, we called up the court, you know, um, clerk, and she says, oh, it's new prosecutors. They got rid of the three prosecutors in that courtroom, and they they, they left that courtroom, and there's, like, all new, there's, like, two new court, court uh, prosecutors. So now we had to rewrite our letters. <laughs> it was so, I was like, that's so funny. Was, I thought it was funny because, well, I guess because it's not my case, but my friend was kind of fearful. Well, and that's the that's the problem with you know having communications established with a representative. You switch representatives, you know, and that's it. You, you, you know, you, if you're dealing with a city solicitor who represents the plaintiff, whoever that is, uh, you know, and they switch it up on you, you just wasted all that time writing letters. On the <laughs> other know. hand, on the other hand, if you're dealing with the clerk, uh, with the clerk, the uh, the clerk of the court. You know, and you're inquiring of the proper name and address of the other side, the other party. Who is it that says I do wrong? Who has, who's inviting me to this case? Who's creating the controversy? No, that's, that's, my, that's my question. My, my question for you, Gus, is that um, in between that, I actually, we, we sent a letter, notice, it was more of a notice for all agents of the office of Texas and this county and the Bear County, you know, on all the agents of, you know, County Court 13 and all agents of Texas, they kind of sent a general kind of notice, um, which I, I I hope it helped. But but then after that, they changed up the, the prosecutors. And so now we, I, I recalled down there, and I, and I got the new names, and now we're resending the, um, not notices, but we're resending letters like, you know, like, hey, uh, if you didn't know, you know, this case number, blah, 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 is, is trespassing and, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, where, where are you getting this yeah, trespassing? Just, just repeat. Where are you getting this stuff where somebody's trespassing on your case? There's nobody, there, there's no case. You haven't even established that there's a controversy yet. Are you addressing this to me, Gus, Rudo? Uh no, no. Whoever was just talking. No, no this, is Jer- this is Jeremy Newman from Texas. We talked a couple. Yeah, Jeremy. But, but, the the, uh, the letters that you're writing. Okay, first of all, you put notices into the court, which is no. It was, it was it, no, no. We haven't done the notices yet, but we did the like a couple letters. Okay, but, yeah, but you know, put, put a notice. In, hold on a second. Put a notice into the court. That, that you are an idiot before the court, that you don't understand the customs of the legal society, uh, you know, whatever your notices are, put two or three of them in there and then send a letter to the, to the man or woman who's acting as prosecutor and let them know that you have no idea who is pursuing you and that you require to know the name and address, the proper name and address of the man or woman who, uh, who, who's pursuing you, who says you do wrong so you can settle up and move on with your life. And you know, and, and then send them a copy of those notices. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because yes. I, like Gus said, you still have to find out who the main man or woman is that you're dealing with. Because you you put in the letter, oh, you know, the the agents, but you still have to know who the principal is. Like you need to know who the main person is. So what's the purpose of this government? Okay, Texas, New Hampshire, Minnesota. What's the purpose of government? To protect man's property. Okay. 
Where do you find that? How, how do you know that? <laughs> I, I've talked to <laughs> this before. But, but in the Constitution it says he, that, it, no, it's in the Constitution. John Locke has said it. But it's more, where, more where importantly. Is it, where, where is it in the Constitution? Oh, shit. I, let me bring up the letter. Uh, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> I can't bring it up the top of my head. Oh, no, uh, you, you, you got to know this stuff, man. This is your life. You need to know what you're talking about. You can't just believe that and believe it's true. It's not just uh, the Constitution. It's like one, Article 1, 2, 7, 9. That, that, that's what it is. No, those are articles of the Bill of Rights. Okay. <laughs> it has to be because there's only six articles to the Constitution. Right, right, but but yeah, yeah I get that because they were ratified and right, so, ratified. So let, let me give you a breakdown, okay? There's a bunch of guys who decided a long time ago that they were sick of. Yeah, the but thing. we can't we can't pull them on the freaking witness stand to. What did you mean by this? That's that's what uh, that, I agree with Carl when he says that. So that's that's what I'm saying is that we can only see us whatever they said, and uh, well, they, they but, wrote it down. But I can't oh, bring them forward and say, hey, what did you mean by this? You know what I mean? You can't do that. that that's, that's why the common law is unwritten. All right. Hey, you're breaking up something bad. I, I, don't, I don't think it's me. And uh, you know, we've talked about this many times. It's the, the Declaration of Independence is where it says that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. And to secure these rights, you know, it gives the example of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, uh, and it goes on from there. So that's where you find out that everybody agrees that governments are instituted to secure rights and protect property. Yeah, I, I see that, actually. I actually got that from you. Gus, <laughs> I think it goes further back than that, in a sense, securing and protecting private property and protecting the borders if the way I think of it, it's more like natural justice in a sense. If you think of like a tribe, obviously if, if, if some, you know, some third person came and tried to steal your goats or your sheep, you would then go and attack them. So you're protecting your, your tribe and plus you're protecting <coughs> your private property. Be I'm still here. Hello. Hey, hello. Uh, oh, why are you still here? Somebody's still here. I, I'm why still here. <laughs> I'm still here. That's cool. Well, this family call because so, this is so getting I'm interesting think- now. So I'm thinking <laughs> it's when when Julie sends that letter asking who is the man creating all this, and you get a response back and it says the person creating this situation. So then they turn it back into a person. How do you re- react to that? I, I, I would say I would say define person. Right. That's what I would say. I would say, well, define person. Right. And then... Um, Oh, it goes then I would then I would revert back to my question because like, who's the man or woman? And I would say to find the okay, I didn't ask for the person, but I asked for the man or woman. You have to separate man, woman, and person. Right. And, and this is go ahead. No, you know what I mean. Like you have to you have to you have to separate that. And because they're saying person, which a person is a corporation, which is a, a judge or a prosecutor, which is hiding behind a, or a police officer, which is hiding behind a, a perfect entity. You can't you can't sue them. So you have right. to you have to find the man or woman. So so when they say, um, do you mean the person that is acting as judge? You would say, well, I would say. Uh, I would, exactly. I would say I don't. Can you hear me? Well, okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't speak. I don't speak legalese, Cantonese, or Japanese. What do you mean by person? I, I'm asked for the man or woman. That's what I would say. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I can't hear you guys. You guys keep breaking up on me. I'm standing outside again in the freezing cold. 
So I'm going to head back in the house. I'm going to kill the call. I'm going to figure out how to do this from a different location. And, uh, man, it sounds Sound cool. Good. Yeah, Sound so you guys have a good night, and I'll we'll try it again next week. And try it at, I'll, I'll try it at 8 o'clock and see if I can find a better place to do this from. Sounds good, Thank guys. You. All right, take care. Thank you, Gus. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you. No problem. Thanks, Hey, new life, Jeremy at gmail.com. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? New life, Jeremy at gmail.com. Okay, great. Appreciate it. New life, Jeremy at gmail.com. New life. Yeah, N E W L I F E J E R E M Y at gmail.com. Got it. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.